Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. That was a pretty eventful weekend. I, you know, I think that the weekend was exhausting. A great time, but I'm still tired. Well, what about it made you so tired? I don't know. Probably the flights at four o'clock in the morning. The return flight? Yeah. So that kind of. And the fact that I didn't really sleep at all the night before we left. And then I didn't sleep particularly well either the two nights before that. Yeah, the as nice as the Airbnb was, the mattress was as bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think next time we go, we'll try a new place, see if we can find a better mattress. Because that was, that one. Do I have to say overall, to all you Airbnb hosts out there, buy comfortable mattresses. Ain't nobody want to pay any number of dollars for your place if you have a crappy mattress. Well, and that's the thing. I did literally just say that everything else about that place was perfect. He's great. But it really comes down to you can be perfect on everything else, but if you can't sleep on the mattress... Then, you know, what's, you know, why are you bothering? Because, you know, a lot of these places and places in Vegas, from what I can see, are very close to the hotel prices. They're probably 10% lower than the hotel price plus resort fee. See, and that's pretty dang close. So if you're staying more than like two nights, then... The Airbnb is more worth it because the cleaning fee is only once. But if you're staying one or two nights, then the hotels are more worth it. Yeah, seems like it to me. Because at least you're also guaranteed, because I mean, most of these hotels there have nice beds. So you're pretty much guaranteed to at least be comfortable. Yeah, maybe next time we'll go stay in a hotel again. So I don't know. Just was... I what What disappointed me is that you had pointed out to this host. And he said he was going to change it. And he said he was going to change it. Before we came back. And it didn't happen. And that's kind of disappointing. Because he did say he was having a really rough month, though. So maybe. Yeah, maybe it's maybe. just financially not possible. Yeah. Because that isn't a cheap uh, investment. Well, the one that we get for all the other, all of the Airbnbs, and we've had multiple compliments, people asking us to send them what mattress it is. Is like the king size one is only three hundred and eighty dollars from Amazon, and then the queen is like two something, and then the double is like lower two something. 
Well, I think that's a queen size bed, don't you think it was? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, close to $300. I don't know that I would have picked something if it only had a double bed. That's not yeah. particularly but comfortable. I mean, close to $300 to fix it. I mean, if your if your money, you know, if your income is down, $300 is a lot of money. Yeah, and I think when you buy a bed for an Airbnb, you kind of have to go at the middle ground and just get a medium firmness bed because I think you hit the most comfortable people. Yeah. And so the one we get is a green tea memory foam mattress. I don't know why green tea makes the memory foam more comfortable, but I can't tell you how many compliments we've had on our beds everywhere. That's interesting. Um, so we get there, you know, we fly there, we land and we had to leave pretty early. I mean, what was our flight at? Like 8.30. We had to leave. 9 o'clock. So, we, land, we boarded at 8.30. Yeah. So we got there close, closest to 10. We landed then, at exactly 10 a.m. And on be, the dot. And what had happened was we had booked the flight for an afternoon flight. And for whatever reason, the airline moved it to the morning we think it's because they didn't have enough passengers so they just moved us all into one flight and that meant i had to change my car rental well in changing my car rental they also <laughs> changed my car rental place so we get there and if you've ever been to las vegas they have a what do you call it a rental, rental car lot. lot like it's just an area just off the airport and they have a shuttle that runs from each terminal um, and it brings you right to that place. Which, when you think about it, is pretty smart because it gets people the hell away from the airport. Well, yeah, and it keeps traffic for rental cars away from the airport as well, you know. And so then, in the in the long run, um, you know, they they take you over there, and we start to walk in because we've done this before. We did this the last right. time we flew in, so we start to walk in, and all of a sudden, I went, "Wait a second. It says, you know, Ace is that way. And you're like, yeah, it does say Ace is that way. And we're like, where the hell? And then we look it up, and on the instructions, it tells us that now we have to catch another shuttle bus just from Ace. So, so let's just say we stopped being impressed right about then. Like, that's when the chaos ensued. Yeah, and we, you know, so then... <laughs> um. This one's making Cena you know, smart alecky comments, which I were la- well, I was laughing at. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, well, good because I was trying to make you laugh, and I was just kind of focused on you know where the hell is this this guy coming from? Because you know this is something new. This is not something we've done before. So I'm sort of I'm still relaxed, but I don't appear to be relaxed. That's kind of the <laughs> the gist of it. You know, I'm just kind of like intensely focused. Because I've never never done it before. It was like 20 minutes, though, of standing at a bus stop waiting for the shuttle to to show up. So then we get on, and the shuttle driver is super nice, just a super nice dude. And he drives us to the place. You forgave him real quick for taking so long to get there. Yeah, and he he drives us there. And then he explains to everybody, like, where they drop the car off and everything. And then he makes the point, I'm going to bring you around, and I want only one person to go in per rental to go inside that office just one person and he said that multiple times my gosh i get inside there and i'm counting what number i am and i'm like well but there's four 
people who are a couple each. Just ignoring the <laughs> guidelines. Just totally ignoring it. You know, I was thinking about it. You were the first person from our bus to get in there. So those other couples came off the other bus. Maybe the other bus driver was a dumbass and didn't tell them. Maybe. Because that's a lot of people being too stupid to follow instructions. <laughs> you know, like Yet it one, still doesn't surprise me if it was the way it was. I know, it just disappoints me if it was. But then... Then we, you know, we get there and it took two hours. It took forever to get the car, and then you know the lady's like um, trying to tell me that you know I need to buy the insurance. And I'm like, no, our credit card covers it. Well, but it's not going to cover this. Well, yeah, yeah, actually, it does. It covers that. It's 100 percent covered. They literally, I told her, they literally say in their marketing materials, you know, don't buy insurance from rental car places any longer, ever. So. <laughs> If they were to say, oh, we don't cover that, and you were to say our insurance does cover it, well, we'd sue them to cover it because they're the ones who told us not to take your insurance. So I'm not worried, even in a little bit, you know? Well, what was interesting is she told you there was like a $12 a day charge for downtime Yeah, when the car is getting fixed. The insurance costs more than $12 a day. Yeah. How much downtime is there really going to be? Yeah, exactly. It's all a scam, I, yeah. I think. So, But we get the car, you know, and... She puts a $300 deposit on there that she also didn't tell us about, which had just came into effect as of December 1st. And was kind of offensive. And it was offensive because they never emailed us to tell us that there was a change in the terms and conditions. They just did it. That's right. I don't know. I don't, I think you should have been like all new reservations starting on this date have that policy, not. It starts on this date, no matter what you are. I think that's stupid. Right. But they, you know, we, like I said, we got the car, and they bring, they bring the Jeep out, right? We get this Jeep, and they bring it out, and they had washed it, and they just park it there, and the lady just walks away. Like nobody told us it was our car. We kind of just got in and drove away. Well, I looked at the, then I took the contract because I knew the contract had the car number on it, and I compared it to the car number on the sticker, and it was the right one. I was like, okay, good. Again, the car go out to the front. And then the confirmation is the dude there scans your agreement and he scans the car thing and they have to match. And it matched. So nice, nice Jeep. You know, very, very nice Jeep. And you know, for the life of me, I do not remember exactly what we did. Um, we went on a quest oh, to find food. I remember. Yeah, we we had to get a little bit of something to eat. Because we were freaking starving at this point, and nothing was freaking open. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> we went to In-N-Out Burger. Well, it wasn't that they weren't open. Um, the first place was open, but it was trying to meet that 25% capacity thing, and they technically required a reservation. I can't remember where the first place even was. Was it, it like was, Applebee's um, or some shit? It was um, not Applebee's. It was the one that was straight down the road from us. God, what was it called? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Thank you. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. And um, Then we tried to go to White Castle, and it's closed until further notice. Yeah, that was the one that was closed. So then we ended up at In-N-Out Burger. So that was an interesting... But that was the night we had dinner at Guy Fieri's. But then, yeah, we went to Guy Fieri's at the Link, and... It was really good. Really, really good. If oh you ever gosh. go, 
Get the trash can nachos. Yes, we highly recommend those. Those, first of all, the experience is really cool. And, the, you know, the way they deliver them to you on the on the plate. We're not going to ruin it for you, though. Nope. No spoiler alert at all. Um, but then the flavor is just, my God, it's so good. Whatever that sauce was they added. They had the barbecue sauce. They had something called donkey sauce. And then they had sour cream. Yeah. They just created the most magical experience. It was so tasty. So, so tasty. And then what? We just people watched, didn't we? Yeah, we went people watching and we walked around a little bit. Well, and then we went to Champagne's. And then we went, you know, it was time we were meeting our friend at Champagne's. So we we headed over there and we got there before her because, you know, we were... Half an hour early. Well, yeah, I mean, our dinner reservation went so smoothly. And we went half an hour early. Yeah, it was... we were hungry. Kind of crazy um, how that works. <laughs> yeah. But... But we go to Champagne's and like they have a twenty person capacity. There's only like ten other people there in there. Though. Yeah, there wasn't very many people. And um drinks were super cheap. I mean we spent we bought drinks for us and our friend and we spent less than we did for the two drinks we had at dinner. Yep, pretty much. Or not really less, but just tiny Once bit. Once you more. take into consideration tax tip and Yeah, it was like it was like Thirty. They were sixteen bucks each, so it was like thirty-two. It was like thirty-five bucks. total when you yeah. add tip at um, the restaurant, and I think we paid forty total, including tip at the bar. Yeah, we had way more to drink, way more to drink. Like it was crazy, but um, there was some inability then, to wander. Then the next day, <laughs> you know, we 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 got up when it, we just decided whenever we wake up, we'd wake up. We woke up. And then you called the Eggworks place that you like, and you made a reservation. Right. And we ran over there. And I had my Eggs Benedict, and she it was had delicious. Eggs Benedict, she loved it. And then we needed to go to um, Walmart. Well, pretty much any drugstore, because you wanted something for a headache or something. My hand was itchy, and oh, I needed That's cortisone. right, you needed cortisone, that's what it was. Um. So we did that, and that was kind of an, that was kind of an interesting place, um, really nice area. But then we kind of culminated everything by going to our um, potential new home site. Yep, that was exciting. We love it just as much. Yeah, we discussed it. We looked at it one more time. Um, not as haggard because last time the second time we saw it was like way at the end of the day and we were both so tired of looking at houses it was kind of <laughs> can kind we of just nice. buy this one so we don't have to look at any more <laughs> yeah that was effective it was it was kind of nice really how we were feeling. you know but we confirmed which one we want and so we're gonna you know make the moves to make that happen and um then we're gonna be on that road so that'll be that'll be kind of interesting and i'm sure we'll have many stories to tell you know, that night we went to um, the Circa well, Hotel. You forgot the thing we did in between seeing the house and going to dinner. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? I don't know. Wow. How I mean, you could forget not, that? That is not something I've ever experienced before in my life. So we went to... The Erotic History Museum. The Erotic History Museum. Highly recommend it, people. Highly recommend it. It was It was entertaining. It was very, very interesting. You it, have to be 18 or older. It had the craziest um, 
art. Craziest things. And like, yeah. There you was walk like, in and there's a flasher right there. Yeah. Like opening his trench them. coat. Two of them. And his giant schlong sticking out. One to the left, one to the right. Flashers. Yep. And then you pay and you go inside and like you're just assaulted by people, you know, banging one another and just moans and groans and all this weird stuff. And a giant on. penis made entirely out of pennies. Yeah, a huge penny penis. It was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, and then we saw like a, a silent movie porn. Yeah. You heard Hilarious. Me right. I do recommend this to anyone who wants to chuckle. It was just a strange, strange experience. It really was. <laughs> it was super strange. But then, like I said, that night we went to the Circa Hotel, which is brand new. I think it opened in October. And um, first thing we get, you know, in into the place, and there's like, we, we took, what was it? We took Lyft there. Yeah. And it drops, us, it drops us off where, honey? What was the building called it dropped us off at? The Garage Mahal. <laughs> she kept saying that. She loved that it was called the what? Garage Mahal. That's right. Amazing, right? Yep. So dropped us off at the Garage Mahal, and then you like take this escalator, escalator. up, and you walk across this bridge, and then they check your ID. And you got to be 21 or older to go It was inside. amazing. There were no strollers in the casino, people. Not a single stroller. Yeah. No little kids running around banging into you and stuff. It was crazy. It really was. It was crazy. Um, but we got in there, and the first thing, you turn to the right, and there's this giant sports book that's three floors high with chairs at each level and these giant TV screens. And I am talking giant TV screens. It yeah. was intense. And for the first time in the history of us looking for a restaurant in Las Vegas, the restaurant we had pre-chosen was right there. We literally got out of the lift at the exact right spot to go to the restaurant that yeah. we were going to. Yeah, you couldn't have done any better. Couldn't have done any better. Um, Which was called Victory, Victory Burger. Burger and Wings. It was so good. And I was tempted to get the wings. You know why I didn't get the wings? Why? Two reasons. I do find that wing places can be kind of disappointing. In other words, there's very few and far between that are really good. So you're, you're either going to get mediocre or meh. And mediocre wings are not worth the effort of getting all the stuff all over your hands. After and having the burger we had there... Their wings aren't mediocre. Yeah, I would probably try them next time. You know what we should have done? We should have got like a little six-piece wings and shared it if we could agree on a flavor, which we probably would have gotten like regular buffalo. Yeah, but I was just didn't want to get it all over my hands and then have to wash it all off before going out because, you know, who wants to walk around with sticky fingers all night? Right. Um, that place is really good, so if you're ever in Vegas and you go to the Circa, the Victory Burger is highly recommended. Yeah, great. The food was so good. The service was better than good. My burger had a cheese blanket. But 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 mine too. I had the same thing as her, only... Different um, veggies. Yeah, different veggies. Mine was like a spicier version of her burger. Mine had artichokes and sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah, Because it was a fondue burger. And mine smartly, rather than trying to... Um, replicate that exact thing they took that out the artichoke out 
and they put in jalapeno to make it spicier. And you didn't have sun-dried tomatoes either? No. You would like jalapenos and onions or something? Yeah, it was jalapenos and onions. Yep. Exactly. So That place was excellent. Really well done. Fremont Street was overall a little bit disappointing. Yeah. I don't know if our expectations were too high or if it was just too full of grossly drunk people and shitty street performers. Probably a little bit of both. Um, I think we were just excited to be out. And I also think that, you know, next time one of the things that we can do is um, pick one of the restaurants there. Uh Uh-huh. You know, inside of the hotels and have some drinks there because I noticed like they were advertising like, you know, uh, $8 drinks. And I think we paid seven at the um, champagnes. Yeah. So, you know, that would have been a way to, that would have been a way to go. If we'd have decided we both wanted to keep walking around, like if there would have been something entertaining to look at, then um, I'd have been down for that. And I was actually going to suggest maybe we stop inside the D and see if they had like drinks in there. Uh huh. But there was nothing to like, there was no music to listen to. The street performers were boring. Like there wasn't anything to do after you had the drinks. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you on that. I th- I think though that what I what I noticed that I think is strange and it's sort of disappointing is that if you remember the last time we were there, you could have walked down towards the container park. Yeah. And you could have essentially exited Fremont Street and there were like these bars that were down there and they were super cheap bars. Uh-huh. Um you used to be able to walk over to those. Now you you exit Fremont Street. You have to go like through barricades and security. Yeah. Which and coming, isn't a. And coming back in, here's the thing that I'm thinking. On a weekday, it's probably not such a terrible thing because there's not that many people there. But on a weekend when it's hopping, you could wait a long time to get in. You know, I was thinking about it. And we already said like security didn't bother us when we were coming into uh-huh. Fremont Street. Uh huh. We got our ID checked coming onto Fremont Street. We went into Circa yeah. and then out. Yeah. Like, we didn't try to come in at any of the edges of Fremont Street. Yeah, you're right. We got our ID checked. So I don't know, because they say on signs everywhere, it's supposed to be 21 or older down there now. Huh. Interesting. Well, my thing is just the concern of getting back in smoothly. Right. I'm not sure that it would have, not sure that it would have happened, you know. Um, but, but we had an okay time. We had a really, and once again, a really nice, um, Lyft driver taking us back. Super duper nice lady. And we went to a liquor outlet and we went to a liquor outlet to get some, um, he got Mike's you know, hard lemonade because you know, his name is Mike. Exactly. And he's creative. The only one that was named after me. I mean, why not give it the <laughs> shot? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter to me. I mean, why did you pick what you picked? Because they're my favorite. Why are they your favorite? That isn't answering the question. They're so good. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna answer questions like why they're your favorite by they're so good. They are. My gosh. What other reason would why a drink are they, be your favorite? Why are they so good? Well, you won't agree, so why do I have to explain it to you? The flavor was peach bellini. Well, but is that what you liked about it? Was the flavor? Yeah. Well then why can't you just say that? And they're sparkling and it's I delicious. Need, I don't need to think that it was delicious for you to think that it's delicious. Jiminy Creakies. Anyway, and then it was Sunday. And I slept until 
eight. Holy crap, this woman slept till eight o'clock. She was so boring. Oh my God. That's the first time I've slept till after seven in a hundred years, it feels like. I read 700 (laughs) uh, articles and probably spent $10,000 while she was asleep. (laughs) Now she doesn't know whether to believe that I spent $10,000 or not. (sighs) You know, if I had a crickets sound effect, I would play it right now. Would you? Yeah. It's kind of boring when you don't respond. Anyway. All you're doing is harassing me at this current minute. Any of the ways. What did? What, so what did we do on Sunday? Then we went to that breakfast place you picked called Scrambled, which was I freaking pick it. delightful. I didn't pick it. You picked you it. You made me a list while I was sleeping so Exactly, late. but I didn't pick it. Anyway, why don't you just take the fucking credit? Because I just told you it was delightful. It was damn skippy good. I have to say that. I and, got and a the service French was toast also flight. damn skippy good. French toast flight. Three different kinds of sugar-packed French toast. One single breakfast. So oh my gosh. good. She had this massive like plate of three giant um, French toasts. I have they a picture if anybody wants to see it. They were huge French toasts. Yep. I just had an omelet, and it was very good. And a giant carafe of orange juice. Yes, and I learned to say the word carafe. You got to say the car fast. I was right? saying it. Carif before so and the lady at the carafe. first place got so confused and i don't even understand why well because carif is also correct i plead the fifth i'm just not apparently not in nevada yeah exactly <laughs> but you know um sunday <laughs> i remember what we did on sunday yeah you do oh first of all so what did we do we looked for and found um, where we went celebrity house hunting. Holly D lives, and we he saw, was a little excited we, about the first we one. We saw his neighborhood, and then, believe it or not, while we were in his neighborhood, there were these um, estates that were for sale, show and, homes. And so we went to the show homes of these estates. They were gorgeous, and um, my gosh, they were both beautiful houses. But the second one just blew the first one away. But like, like forty-two hundred square feet on a single-story house, like so big. And with a guest house yeah. that was like 800 square feet. I think feet. that was included in the 5,200. It was crazy. 4,200, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, but the guest house itself was 800 square feet. Like, it was, was so crazy. cute. It had even like, it had everything except a stove. Yeah. The Airbnb potential of that little guest house. Oh my God, yes. You could charge a pretty penny for that little sucker. Well, yeah, because look where you are. Yeah. You know, anyway. it's kind of luxury. It would be kind of luxury vacationing. Then what else do we do? Then after that, we um, we saw where, you know, Colt from 90 Day Fiance and his mama, Debbie, Gosh. we saw where they lived. And some other 90 Day Fiance people. Wow, that was, wow. Wah, wah. And then we saw David from 90 Day Fiance where his house is, and that was kind of, um, Wow. For a rich guy, but you know, then he's kind of a weird eccentric guy like and he that. does not drive a red Lambo. Like, I don't know when he traded that thing in for an eighty six Toyota, but that's what he had parked at his house. Yeah, he had a Lexus. Oh, was it eighty six Lexus? It was a Lexus. Yeah, he had a hundred and ninety four year old Lexus. Yeah, it was an old Lexus. But it was pretty funny. 
um, to see. And, you know, we just kind of did that. And then we're like, you know, let's find something to do. And so she starts telling me about this, this, um, go-kart place. And so I'm like, okay, you know, let's go to this go-kart place. So she, she calls them. She's trying to get the group on to work and group on won't work. But we're like, screw it. It's not that expensive. Let's just go. And so it took us a while to find the place. It was really weird where it was, but we finally found we it. We drove all the way around it in a trapeze course. Yeah. To find then the finally entrance. found the entrance. Um, then we parked, you know, we went in there and the guy was super duper friendly. My gosh. Gave us the group on price anyway. Gave us the group on price anyway. And, um, and then you sit and you watch like this, you know, safety video, which was neck training video, which really wasn't that exciting, but you know, it is what it, it, it was what it is. Larry, the cable guy guided us through our yeah. safety video, you know, so that was kind of interesting, but, and then, you know, it's time to put on the equipment and it's like really hard to size yourself and, um, had no idea someone, uh, has, uh, apparently gets a little claustrophobic claustrophobia issues but someone has claustrophobia issues because i definitely was able to easily fit on and off the helmet size that i had but she needed a size bigger because she was practically dying from suffocating i had a little panic attack people thing and Just yeah, a she had a panic attack of course after i was strapped fully strapped into the um, seat she has her panic attack what not the before heck was that place called like gene something yeah, I don't remember. Gene something. I'll look it up and make sure it gets put yeah, in the notes. Because I have to say, the guy who was getting our race started is the nicest person I've ever encountered while I was in a scary mood. Like. Yeah, he was really nice He to was her. so friendly and he helped me figure something out. And he was like, you don't have to tighten this so tight. And then, and then he helped me get all set up. And yeah, he was really, really nice. You know what I'm going to say, though? What? I'm gonna guess that there's more a lot there's a lot more people like you than we think. Probably. And that's why he knew exactly how to handle it. Because what you're describing isn't just a nice, gentle, kind person. It's a nice, gentle, kind person who has experienced what you're experiencing before. Right. He was the bomb. So whatever his name is, thanks. Cause I appreciated you. So I don't remember. You know, I'm asking for a friend, but you know. Who, who who won the race? <laughs> Why don't we let our fans decide who won the race? They should tell <laughs> us who they think won the race. Well, it's absolutely clear who won. Is it? Is yep. it the person who has a driver's license? Uh, <laughs> maybe. It might be. <laughs> might be. It just might be. What do you think? Yeah, you won. You lapped me. I was almost going to lap you a second time. And they ran that fucking checkered flag. What happened to the one lap to go flag? I never saw the one lap to go flag. I don't think we got a one lap to go flag. (laughs) I think we just got a checkered flag. (laughs) Because that's what tripped me out. I was like, wait a second. Aren't we supposed to get a warning? Like, (laughs) well, and I should have had a whole other lap. Let's be real. Yeah. I got one less lap than you. Well, yeah, because technically in a race, if you're going to finish the entire race, right. I would have been off the track and you would have still had to do another lap. Right. That's I funny. didn't really want to do another lap by myself, so, you know, it was all good. Not complaining. That was Just rather laughing. cool. And then we were supposed to go to Senior Frogs for dinner, but we decided, I think we were kind of petering out and just kind of wanting to go back to the room and just well, hang we out. We were hungry, too, but so, we didn't. it was so late that a 6 o'clock reservation would have been unreasonable. 
So we moved the, um, the reservation up and then moved it up even a little bit earlier than that. And we made it into kind of a late lunch, early dinner. It was and great. The food was so good. I the would definitely who, say go there. The people who say their food is bad online should try them again and have the freaking fajitas and the salsa. That salsa, sweet Jesus, was that good salsa. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little sorry I didn't just go and have the tacos. How did, how how did I talk you into the fajitas? You didn't talk me into them. I talked myself into them. Nobody can ever talk me into food. That's what I thought. Because, like, I've suggested fajitas to you before, and you've always been like, nay. Well, once every 150 years or so, I have fajitas. They were really good, though. Even if they, you probably would have liked the tacos more. They were the good. fajitas were really good. They were good. But it's just a lot of work. <laughs> well, yeah, you get the tacos and you effectively get the same thing, but you right. don't have to build it yourself. I don't have to build it myself. But so that was kind of you know interesting. We just kind of hung out. We watched um a movie. What was that movie called? Something nine. Yeah, it was violent about Atlanta police. About Atlanta police. It was it was super good though. It was a really good movie. It was not bad. It was violent, but it was. Then we good. watched Employee of the Month. Which we've yes. now discovered was Employee filmed in a month. legitimate fucking Costco. Yeah, and that was hilarious. There was even Kirkland brand stuff on the shelves. Yeah, that was hilarious. But they didn't even try to make it look like it wasn't Costco. So that was it. We kind of, you know, and then we crashed early because we needed to get up so early for the flight back. Then we got up at four AM the next day. Yeah, four AM and um try to call the lift out to the stupid car rental place and he goes to the one that's towards the front so then we had to walk in 38 degree weather he was nice though. Um, to the front and he was nice enough dude and he got us to the airport and um we got all checked in and everything no problem you we know had a jamba it was, juice it was good we had a jamba juice and we you know took our flight back and dealt with it stupid lax nobody licked lift us situation but you know we were good and okay but if if we caught anything sketchy on this entire trip it came from that last lift ride yeah. His car was so dirty. I hope you gave him a one-star review. I didn't even review it. He him was yet. weird and his car smelled and his car was really hot and I think he was recording us. What? There was like I'll tell you later. It it was weird. Yeah, you should have told me as it was happening. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. And then his car was dirty. So you know what? We need to end on that note because that is just wow. All right. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.